0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Dancing Librarian Mom-Wife Show. And I am your host, Caroline Williams. Um, So today's show uh, was basically inspired by my new revelation of, Caroline, get your stuff together, get your act together, get your life together, and get the weight off of you. Um, basically, living life as a full-figured, curvy, plus-size, big, obese, fat woman, girl, lady. Okay, individual. Because I basically been like this all my life. I'm. I mean, in this, in some form, you know, I've become comfortable with it. But in another token, it's like, why? can't I not be like that? Why can I not be that size? You know, there's, for those out there who may be in the same position as I am is you, you know, came into this world, a hefty baby, lived like a hefty toddler, lived a hefty adolescent life, and and now you're in your adulthood and you're just like still struggling with weight, then yeah, you, you kind of sympathize with me when you kind of look and see people and you're just like, Why can't I be like that? Why can't I be that size? You know, no, you're not supposed to envy the next and things like that. But I also feel this human nature to envy, which is why, you know, it's part of the whole deadly sins and things like that. But I, I've struggled with it all my life and I didn't really become comfortable in my body until my senior year of high school. I was always the bigger friend. I was always the um chunky <laughs> everything like in the group like but i believe i've i've come to the realization that i let my personality shine through s- to kind of mask what how i felt about myself on the inside um because you know you you, you know kids don't know kids are hurtful kids can say mean things And, you know, I've been through it all. I've been through the name calling. I've been through, I really wouldn't say bullying. And I feel like I was able to kind of dodge bullying only because of my personality. I was very outgoing and very charismatic with people like, you know, smiling, cracking jokes, you know, just having a good time. So I don't think it left room for any bullying and maybe honestly my way of being comical was a way to deter people from trying to attack me with about my weight um and i remember growing up and people would tell my parents oh that's just her baby weight it'll fall off and i would be like 10 uh when is, when does that happen <laughs> when does it when does it when does it fall off i uh, still sitting here with it on so i'm trying to figure out what happened you know if y'all hear little boys in the background i'm in my car waiting at the bus stop for my children and i'm trying to tell them they need to be quiet so multitasking mom the dance my mom at our finest so um but yes so i i remember you know having you know people tell me they're like oh You know, she's just, you know, she's just a big bone baby. Or she's just, um, she'll grow up and it'll And honestly, I grew up and that never really happened. It's just like I kept adding on. And I've made a a joke about, I think it was two days ago to some of my coworkers and friends about how I don't remember going, being in sizes 10, 12, or, like, eight. Or, like, none of those, like, mid-range sizes. I was like, I went from size toddler to size 14. I just remember my mom taking me into Wiener's store. If y'all know anything about the Wieners. It's, it's almost like um, a TJ Maxx, okay? Or a Phallus Paredes. Or DD's Discount. I remember going to, the, to that store to back-to-school shop. And my mom, you know, I would I would see the juniors section and want to go there. And she's like, uh-uh, get over here. And I had to go to the women's section. And, of course, as someone who is 13 and 12, you want the cute stuff like all your friends, correct? Nope. I had to go over to this women's section and find something that looked youthful, that looked cute and, you know, I was able to find things, but it was just low key. I was very like down about the fact that I could not go to the junior side and shop the cute clothes that all my friends were wearing. And you know, I made best, I made do of of, of what I, I had. I'm truly grateful for it, but it's just it still is like a look like, a scar every time you go in, you can't do it. So um Saying all that to say that when you will you see someone, okay, let's go back. Let's 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 take about the reference. Another reference to this. So I'm, I want to talk about this because yes, I'm trying to get my my body back on track because I've gotten out of control. Quarantine fifteen turned into quarantine fifty five, and I just got to get it together. But also, you know, everybody watches the six hundred pound life. Am I correct? That's like one of them shows, when you watch it, you put down all your food and you like, uh-uh, I will not. <laughs> I cannot. And as I watch that show, about 98% of the people on that show have been through either some type of trauma or they've just been obese all their life. And then it's just, it's just they never got it under control. And it just spiraled out of control. And, you know, we can sit there and be like, I mean, how can they just let themselves... And you know I cuz I admit I was saying what well, I was one of those people I, I, at some point you got to look at yourself and say but if you don't have a good support system and you have a lot of enablers then yeah you can get to that much easily easily weight comes on faster than it comes off people okay um also because I'm looking at the fact that they were obese all their life it made me think of um you know, it, it's also could be like genetic. I, I always want i always want to see like their family, like who's around them. Are they obese? You know, sometimes they're not because, but well, the spouses, I can't really count them, but I want to see like parents or siblings or aunts or uncles because um, I did read an article where it states I got the article from um, health.harvard.edu um, and it states how genetic influence. Genetics can influence some obesity. You can take it into account. Um, Just a quote from it. It says, research suggests that for some people, genes account for just 25% of the predisposition to be overweight, while for others, the genetic influence is as high as 70 to 80%. So for some, it's all based on your body and how you're made up. So some people, the way, how your parents or your family bloodline of if there's obesity can account for 25% of maybe you may be obese as well, or it can go as high as 80% for some people. So it's also states in the article that knowing how large of a role your genes play in your weight can help you determine if you're going to have like weight problems in the future or, or how you can get ahead of it. Um, And I think that's something that's actually very interesting because my my parents are not, I don't feel that they're just huge or obese people. You know, the way the world is now, they're just, they're, they're, when I was growing up, my father was a large man, but he wasn't like obese, in my opinion. Medically, he probably was. But in my opinion, he was just, he was like a football player type build. (laughs) <laughs> now my dad has lost a whole lot of weight um, because of a uh, you know you know pre diabetes diagnosis type stuff. So you know you got to lose it. And when I took my dad off and kept it off, so pretty proud of my father about that. My mom has never been big to me either. She has just been the average size woman, honestly. Even to this day, I'm like she's just average size, but medically obese. And that's another thing with the medical terms, like. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be, the the way I'm supposed to be, people would think something was wrong with me. But I also feel they think something was wrong with me because they've never seen me that small. So, so hold on. So, when I, when I look at my family makeup, I mean, I, 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 my chances of being obese are probably in the 20, in that 25% range. Okay, because, you know, even maybe looking at further down in the bloodline, I would still say I'm in that 25% range because it's, I I don't come from a family where everyone is like totally morbidly obese. Okay, and so I I have to take that into account, and I also suffered when I was younger, I had thyroid issues, and uh, thyroid does run in my family, my grandmother had it, and so I, they, they treated it because my mom was wondering, how do I have my child in all these things and she can't lose, like she doesn't, she's not losing the weight. Like I was in a lot of stuff. Like I had my kids and stuff. My mom did the same thing to me. Um, and she didn't understand that. And so uh, we went to the doctor, we discovered that I did have thyroid. Um, and so they gave me, you know, I started treating me and then they were like, okay, she's in remission. Now she's, she should. Be okay. And honestly, I still didn't really lose the weight. Basically, like her metabolism is working super slow for her. And so I speed up to now where it's like I know for me, in order for me to really lose weight, I have to put in a lot of work, probably more than others. And I have to be extremely disciplined, which is super hard to do as a busy person like myself not to make up any excuses, but it takes a lot out of you. And to have a full-time job, be a mom, be a wife, and just trying to have any type of social life, you will be exhausted just to try to also keep up with making sure you uh can keep losing weight and, and you know and not go overboard. Like uh, people may laugh when I say if I eat that burger I will gain 10 pounds. But it's not a joke. Like that is facts for me. (laughs) My metabolism works like a snail. So, and I've had my thyroid checked, you know, as I got older. Because every time I go to doctor, like, "Oh, your your thyroid glands are swollen." I say, "I know. Trust me, I know. It's been like that forever." They'll check. They'll run the test. I say, "Well, no, it's just it's just very abnormal." I know people. I know. You have to tell me. I know what I am going through. I know what my body is, but um, I, I, I just want, I just want people to know that sometimes it's genetic. Sometimes it's um, uh, hereditary. Not um, medically induced. Like maybe you have underlying conditions that's hard for you to lose weight. Uh, or, but that should also, I should also say this and put that out there. That should not be an excuse. And I try not to make that excuse for myself. I always tell people, at least I keep trying and I don't give up. I may, I'll may i start over. I'm not giving up. I may go on tangents where it's like, oh, God, I'm out of control. But I say, uh-uh, get it together, get it together, get it together. You know, because also I don't like to feel that way. I don't like to feel morbidly really obese. I don't like the feeling that it has for me, like you're tired. My back hurts. I can't move. I'm out of breath. And I'm also asthmatic. And being obese doesn't help. So I don't like it. And when I I was at one point where I lost a good 50, 60 pounds, and I just felt so much better. Like my body, I was able to move better. Uh, when I was in college, I lost a good chunk of, of weight. And that's another thing. It's almost like I'm a little, like we made fun of Luther Vandross, but he was probably going through the same thing. Like you lose a whole lot. And then the minute you kind of try to take a break for a minute from the whole dieting, then it comes back. And that's another thing. People are like you shouldn't call it a diet; it's a lifestyle change. You are correct, but you know why I call it a diet? Because <laughs> I can't just eat what I want, which is so frustrating. No, you shouldn't be able. No, you, you you know you you shouldn't be able to eat what you want if you know you have weight issues and you have this. But I, I why can't I have that? Why can't I eat a little a little bit of this, a little bit of that? Because if you do. You starts to spiral out of control, and it's also about uh, the willpower and saying no and not wanting to indulge and overindulge, I should say. And so uh, as I look at my own seeds and my own offsprings, I'm trying to give them better habits because I've noticed that one is you know a little thicker than the other. And I'm just like, I don't want them to go through the same thing I went through mentally, especially with kids saying little things because they will. I've seen them say it in my school and i always like, do not say that. That is damaging. You know, try to teach our kids to not uh, point out the obvious or try to slander someone. You know, and with this quarantine, it has messed up a lot of these kids' eating habits and exercise habits. It is, I've, I've noticed, you know, as students come into the building, I'm like, oh, these poor babies have been at home too long. You know, those kids that you saw in first grade, they get to second grade, you're like, wow. And what the, tra- oh, that's the transition that they've made <laughs> from being at home because they're just sitting and they were just snacking. And so I, I'm trying to teach mine like better habits, like just taking little things out and adding healthier things in, um, doing more physical activity, um, to, to just help, to keep it maintained. If I can keep it maintained for them, I feel I'm doing a good job. You know? But, you know, as adults, we we, can, we easily, you know, we say things to the kids that we don't even realize that we're doing it. But it's like we're, we, we nick at the at that little confidence more and more. Um, again, my confidence with my weight came in before for a year uh, when Basically, I was like, you're a pretty girl. <laughs> you know, like, you are a pretty girl. You may not be like her, 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 but you are pretty in your own way. And so accept it and live with it. And my confidence shot up. I, you know, accepted it. And then since then, I've just been able to deal with how my body is and how it reacts to different situations and environments and foods and, and stress and I think that's one thing that we a lot of people I have a hard time coming to is accepting and knowing how to live with it and not let it get out of control. And I feel with the, like the six hundred pound life people, it's at some point they were not able able to grasp being comfortable as a full figure or heavier person and being able to maintain and and live with it something traumatic happened and they just wallowed in it and they just sat in it and it never got better. Um, And then not just for them is either, but for anyone who's dealing with weight issues, we've just got to make sure we can like, if you go through something, go through it for that moment and try your hardest to get through it, get past it. And then, you know, wake up a new person. It's easier said than done. Trust me, I know. I know, I know. But uh it's it's okay it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Now saying all of that, and I should also say I've read an article about how they say there's no such thing as big bone. That's on uh I got that from patient. Info. There, There's really no such thing as a big bone. Big bo- as big bone. <laughs> I should put that out there. They said now people have larger frames. Than other people, but there's no such thing as big. So we say, "Oh, she just big boned." Uh, she has a larger frame. And when I say when they say frame, they mean like, like think of a, a, a bed frame. If you want a full size bed frame, what do you do? You adjust it. You want a king size bed frame? You adjust it. Okay, so the frame of a person may seem larger, and which may think feel that their bones are a little larger, but there's no such thing as big, bold. And I think they're saying medically as far as heavier. And it said being, uh, having larger bones also only accounts for about a small percentage of your weight, how, how much your weight. So we can try to make up all the excuses we can and and everything. I just feel like we should just be kind there are some people who live in a box who never, ever had never been big, you know, and so they don't get how a big person thinks and, and what they go through. Okay, that's fine. However, that doesn't give you a reason to, uh, <laughs> you know, pass judgment and things like that because you never know when you'll be in that position. And then you'll be wondering, how can I get out of this, you know, uh, I always tell my husband, like, you were a small person in your life, so you may not understand. It's a struggle. And he's like, I mean, I don't understand how people can get there, how they just let themselves. You just never know. And that food is an addiction. When you crave something, and you, it's hard to, it's like, you know, trying to break a habit of, of smoking cigarettes. It's a process. And to break it is hard. It takes a lot of support and determination. So I, I'm out here to tell all my full figure, plus size, obese, fat people, guys, uh, wrap yourself in love within your own self, um, get comfortable with yourself, and know you can make a change. It is it is doable. You can do It, it takes a lot of hard work, but you can do it. But first, get comfortable with yourself. And then that light will come on and you will start to uh, emit all of that positivity throughout your body. And you never know, you may lose about two, three pounds. (laughs) Seriously, like once you become comfortable, then you'll be able to get on that road and that journey of um, becoming healthier. Because I should also say before I end this that being skinny does not mean healthy. I need people to understand that piece too. That does not mean anything. Healthy is your lifestyle of choices of food and things you do socially and everything else. So thank you for listening and hopefully you got a little bit something out of it. Um, again, I love yourself and try not to pass judgment on others that you may not know their story all right and tune in for another episode hopefully next week i can get one in of the dance library my wife and i'll talk to you guys later